Hello and welcome to this next episode of Backstage at the Baths with me, Lizzie Welch. On the show today, we have Daniel Fields. Daniel Fields is the musical director of Scunthorpe Cooperative Junior Choir, and they have a show coming up at the Baths Hall on the 25th of March, which is their Centenary Gala concert. A concert that actually celebrates their 100 years. 100 years! Um, and they're performing with the world-famous leading choral choir, Voches 8, which is so exciting. Um, we talked to Daniel a little bit about the choir, what it's done over the past 100 years, some of the huge highlights um, that, as a local, I didn't even know about, and um, a little bit more about what we can expect at the concert and his journey into music. It's so, so interesting and definitely a must-listen um, because we have on our doorstep some a fantastic choir that is making a great name for Scunthorpe, literally uh, around the country. And it's about time we knew a little bit more about it. So here's what Daniel had to say. Hi, Dan, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, great to be here. <laughs> um, it's been great to get you on because um, I know your show is up and coming it's actually this month which is very cool um, so to start us off we want to learn a little bit more about um, Scunthorpe Cooperative it's a, really, it's a mouthful this Scunthorpe Cooperative Junior Choir um, and a little bit more about you and how you got involved so let's start off with you how did you get involved with uh, with music as a whole Yes, yeah, so I suppose I've always been musical from being uh, a youngster. I started learning the piano when I was four, uh, and then uh, kind of did you know did the did the age old uh, associated board grades uh, right through being being a child, uh, and then I started to learn the trumpet when I was uh, aged eleven. I went to secondary school, uh, and uh, but from about the age of eight, I sang uh, in the church choir at Epworth, uh, the Methodist Church at Epworth, uh, and uh, I suppose I've always uh, I've always been very much into music and then um, as I went off to do my degree at the University of Huddersfield I, um, I'd, I'd always sung and I'd always been interested in, in, in choirs uh, and um, I, uh, I then went to university um, and formed my own choir uh, we called ourselves the Huddersfield University Singers uh, and uh, we did a really real eclectic range of, um, of repertoire uh, and it was SATB so male female voices uh, and uh, kind of it all sparked from there really uh, and uh, whilst I was there I joined the Huddersfield Call Society who are uh, one of the top uh, call societies in, in the country and regularly singing things like the BBC Proms so I was fortunate enough to go and sing at the BBC Proms uh, twice uh, and uh, performing all over the country with with really ex kind of excellent uh, compo uh, composers, conductors, uh, orchestras, soloists. It was real, really eye-opening and that really sparked something inside me that this is, you know, this is what I want to be doing. Um, so um, that's that's kind of how it all started. And then I got involved with Scunthorpe Cooperative Junior Choir about five years ago, having worked with other choirs locally. Uh, so I'm, I'm also the musical director of the Scunthorpe Male Voice Choir uh, and have been a uh, previous musical director of the Doncaster Wheatsheaf Singers, which is a uh, very good quality upper voice chamber choir in Doncaster. Uh, and I got involved with SCJC about five years ago. Uh, so obviously we've had, to, it's been an interesting five years because within first two years we were then into the covid situation and was uh, navigating our way through that with zoom rehearsals which if i'm <laughs> honest as a choral conductor was the pit uh, it was it was it, we we didn't know what what was happening what was going coming back to us we just kind of had to hope for the best um so i've been with the choir for five years and the choir is a hundred years old this year hence the concert 
fantastic. <laughs> Zoom choir rehearsals must have been an absolute night because I did some play ones and that was a bit with the lag. That was hard work. But as a choir, I imagine that's sufficiently hard. <laughs> it, was, it was really, really tough. Very fortunately, uh, as luck would have it, my best mate is our accompanist or one of our accompanists. And we bubbled, um, me and uh, Lindsay and James bubbled for the second lockdown, which meant that on alternate Fridays, we could actually run rehearsals in a semi-normal sense, i.e. I could conduct and James could play whilst we were in his kitchen. Uh, <laughs> we didn't, still didn't know what was coming back. Um, but compared to other rehearsals where I was rehearsing from the piano, know uh, and my piano skills aren't what they used to be because I don't play as much anymore uh, and uh, it really it was the pits really but but the, 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 we were quite lucky with the with SCJC because we'd bubbled we were able to run semi-normal rehearsals even though we couldn't hear what was coming back um, but yes it was it was not an enjoyable time uh, rehearsal wise and it was so great to get back and and uh, face to face really. Fantastic so you've had um, it's fair to say music has been a part of your life for pretty much forever, which is amazing. Um, we've talked a lot on this podcast uh, about theatre and the impact it has, but not really specifically music. So for you, what impact does music have on your life? I mean, I suppose really I, I live and breathe it. I mean, I, I, I in my in in a day on a day to day basis, I, I deliver music at, at St Bede School uh, here in Scunthorpe um, and drama. Uh, but um, it's it's music's music get, uh, gets to everybody. Music is is kind of a universal language that everybody everybody understands. Is maybe the wrong word, but everybody appreciates, or the vast majority yeah. appreciates. You know, if I was to ask. How many people listening to this have not listened to a piece of music today, whichever day it might be that they're listening to it? I would imagine the numbers would be negligible. I would think it's probably very, very few because as soon as you turn the radio on or as soon as you get in the car or, or whatever it might be, to, to turn the television on, music is absolutely everywhere. You can't move for it. Unlike anything else, unlike art, unlike anything, any other art form, music is everywhere. Uh, and I think that's what's so special about it. And that's why it's so personable to so many people. No, absolutely. And it's um it has a has an amazing power like no other art form to really change your mood, doesn't it? Like mm -hmm. I know if I'm ever feeling down that there's certain songs that will that will just pull me out of that mood. And I don't think you get that through any anything else. No, and I'm sure I'm sure people who are as passionate as I am about music and certainly choral music, uh, about you know uh, art and theatre would 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 say differently. And and uh, I I love art and I love theatre as well. But as it, I think it's purely because music is everywhere all the time mm -hmm. uh, that it it becomes it becomes so ingrained into everyday life. Yeah. Um, that, that as you say, you can be listening to something and suddenly a mood changes, or that's upwards or downwards, depending on what it is. It's also is it's a very it's a very strange sense that the hearing, in so far as it takes you to places that you you you've not been for a long time. Smell sometimes does the same. I'm sure mm. everybody know you know when when you smell something and it and it takes you back to when you were on holiday ten years ago or yeah. what, something along those lines. You smell something. Hearing does the same thing. Um, whereby it can it can really transport you back to, to to somewhere that you've been or or something along those lines. So it's it's quite it's quite interesting, really, the psychology of it all. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm probably going to ask you one of the hardest questions that I'm going to ask in this entire interview today. Um, with your long, varied career in music, what has been your proudest moment to date? That really is tough. <laughs> um, 
I uh, there are many. There are many. I think actually the the, the proudest moment. It's it's not on the face of it. It's it doesn't sound particularly out there, but. Um, because I've done, you know, obviously I've done some big concerts in the past, uh, you know, singing at things like the proms. I've talked about that already. And uh, and and about six years ago, I conducted 200 male voices at the Bath Hall with Leslie Garrett. And that was a that was a fantastic event. But my probably the proudest moment is um, with SCJC last year. We were asked by um, uh, Britain Peers Arts, which is based at Snape Maltings in uh, in Suffolk, uh, to to give the world premiere performances and, and record the world premieres of um, their Friday afternoon set, which is a set of 10, 10 to 12 pieces that they commission every year by a, a contemporary composer that are free to, to go out to schools, uh, primary schools, secondary schools across, across the country and across the world, actually. Uh, and they asked us if we would um, if we would do them last year. So we learnt and recorded, uh, we learnt within an inch of their lives, I might add, and <laughs> recorded and gave world premieres here in Sunthorpe uh, of of this new set called Dragon Songs by Joanna yeah. Lee, uh, based on uh, The Boy Who Grew Dragons um, yeah. uh, set of books by Andy Shepherd. Uh, and that was probably the highlight, really, because that was the, that was, that was, not only because it was it was with SCJC and they'd you know just come back from COVID, um, it was testament to the fact that you know Scunthorpe Cooperative Junior Choir is is in the uh, in in within the top kind of six or seven youth choirs in the country. There are there are six or seven youth choirs in this country that that are that are well known in the choral world, and and SCJC is in that. Uh, and you, you know you, you kind of think a lot of people listening to this will think what what really a, a youth choir from Scunthorpe are up there uh, and yes and that and that's that is the case uh, and it, it's it was such a proud moment that we 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 gave these performances after you know only a year after coming back post COVID uh, and and these kids really really pulled it out of the bag um, and and it was it was an excellent excellent event and the recording was my goodness the recording was stressful <laughs> over two days uh in the summer uh last summer but it was it was a really proud moment for everybody uh and it's we we feel it's really put SCJC back on on the on the national scene post covid fantastic that's um as someone as, as someone from this area as well it's so nice to hear um what what the the society is doing to put Scunthorpe on the map mm. like we get a lot of negative press in Scunthorpe when you hear that name and actually to hear um something that we're renowned for like for something amazing is is amazing to hear really really is yeah absolutely as I say in the choral world I know it's not a massive world but in the choral world people know Scunthorpe because of Scunthorpe Cooperative Junior Choir uh so it's it's really it is I mean I'm from I'm from Epworth so I'm I'm, I'm a local local lad as well but it's it really is it really is important that we spread the word I think yeah absolutely so 100 years for for SCJC, which I'm going to use this <laughs> acronym for because it was easier to say. Yes. Um, hundred. I don't expect you to. Obviously, you've only been there for five years. But how much of the history do you know? Like, what are the highlights from a hundred years? Well, there's we've done a lot of work on this um, for the centenary, and on our website, I'm sure we can put that out. Uh, however, it works uh, via the podcast, but um, we have a timeline of the most important uh, kind of milestones, and that's going to be published in the program at the gala concert as well. Um, so um, I, I know a, a quite a lot of the last kind of forty years of the choir because pre me. 
Um, Sue Hollingworth uh, was the musical director of the choir. She's now our creative director. Uh, and Sue, it was fair to, it's fair to say that the reason that SCJC is on the map is because of Sue and the work that she did with the choir over 34 years. Um, the, the highlight of which was in 2008, um, she, with the choir, won the BBC Choir of the Year in the open category. It wasn't BBC Youth Choir of the Year, it was BBC Choir of the Year against, wow. uh, you know, all of the choirs from, from uh, everywhere, everywhere across the country. Um, so that was probably the highlight for many. Um, the choir have done other things like they sang at the opening of the Millennium Dome. They went to sing in the, at the Sydney Olympics in the year 2000. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not just a... Um, you know, rock up and sing on a Friday night. You know, we 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 have we we put things on. You know, we're, we're planning at the minute a tour to Lüneburg, which of course is the twin town uh, in uh, northern Germany. Uh, so I'm in touch with their local authority, and we're busy organising that for um, July 2025 because we, we, these things obviously take time. So it's not just about the 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 the. The positivity that comes around singing and the release of the endorphins and and and, and, and mental health uh, it's actually about the opportunities that we we give to these kids uh, and you know this year even we've got this concert obviously that we're talking about now with watches eight uh, who are world leading and world class um and uh but then you know we've got other concerts we've been asked to go and sing uh sing in bridlington we've been asked to go and sing with london youth choirs down in london in july it's it and we give these opportunities to these kids that they wouldn't ordinarily get uh, you know, and I'm very aware um, that a lot of young people from this area don't get out of this area very often at mm -hmm. all. Uh, and actually doing something like this is it gives them those opportunities. Um, but but the history of the choir is immense. It's, it's vast. And, and the one thing I will say is that the choir is and has always been. And this is where we are unique among the, the youth choirs, uh, uh, the big name youth choirs in the country is we are completely open access. So there is no audition to join. Um, we uh, we train from the age of three. Um, so we have three choirs. Is we, we have uh, uh, our smallest training choir, as in age-wise, is run by Jenny Trattles, uh, and they are ages three to five. Uh, and our training choir, by, run by Kathleen Watson, are age uh, five, uh, sorry, six to nine. And then they come to me at age nine until 18, 19. And we're the, one of the only youth choirs that starts training them at three. We're also the only one, as far as we're aware, that is completely open access. So the only desire, the only, the only prerequisite to joining is wanting to to join there's no audition you know we will we'll, we'll we train them uh and uh and and um, we would take anybody who wants to wants to join and and actually with that in mind um the, as the choir still won bbc choir of the year so it says what can be done with open access youth music making absolutely yeah it's amazing that you just that anyone can can join really because you yeah. i think when you when you think about something like that and when you think about some of the amazing achievements that this choir has done you wouldn't you wouldn't be um to remiss in thinking that you would have to be the world's best singer to join so the fact that you will take anyone and, and shape them into to 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 a singer is is absolutely fantastic well done yeah as i said when i was on radio humberside a few weeks ago that i have met very few people who who well i have met many people who claim to be tone deaf <laughs> i've met very few of those who possibly are it's it's really very uncommon uh, and um and actually we 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 are you know we, we we've got lots of pedagogical approaches behind what we do. We, we, we it's a really well thought out process in terms of how we train. Um, but you know e even if somebody was struggling, it's not a problem. We, we've got we we can we we've got strategies and ways around that. But you know we, we we would never ever bar anybody from joining, nor would we ever bar anybody from singing in a concert because actually that's not what we're about. Uh, and as you say, it's a you're absolutely right. It's kind of a double whammy, isn't it? You for a choir from Scunthorpe to have gone on one BBC choir of the year, you'd have thought well. 
my goodness, that's that's a bit out there. But also, you'd, you would have naturally thought, well, they must be auditioned. They must they, yeah. they must allow them in if they can sing. That's amazing. Yeah. So you've touched on it slightly, but what impact uh, would you say that the, the choir has um, on the children, both you know, mental health and 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 positivity wise? I think it's vast, uh, uh, you know, that these the, these young people, they turn up on a Friday night, which some people say, my goodness, why rehearsing on a Friday night? Do they, <laughs> do they turn up? Uh, and they do. And, you know, they, they, they turn up and, and they, they, you know, they, they don't want to have to tell me if they're not coming. And it's not that not it's just because it's an expectation that, you know, if you remember, we're there and we're in it together. Uh, and and it does. And, and And I think the thing about singing. It's very similar to conducting, actually, in insofar as, you know, you can have had the worst day in the world. But when you go and sing in a, sing for an hour and a half or for, for me, when I go and lead the rehearsal for an hour and a half, um, you have to be it uses all parts of the brain singing. And therefore, you um, uh, you, you can't think about anything else. Yeah. So even though whatever the situation is that might have caused you to have a bad day won't have gone away, that situation ma almost magically feels like it's not really a problem anymore. It, it's still there. I can have had a really tricky day and the problem's still there, but it's it's like after a rehearsal, I don't, it, it, the edge of it's gone. It's yeah. really, really strange, but it's because uh, singing engages all parts of the brain uh, and it therefore necessitates that you, you can't be singing, actively being engaged in singing and thinking about something else at the same time. So it's 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 perfect for that's why it's perfect for you know supporting mental health uh, and 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 this kind of feel good factor. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah, it is the ultimate switch off exercise, isn't it? it you is. have to it focus on something else and 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 leave it all behind, which is which is wonderful. Fantastic. Keep going. Keep going. It sounds amazing. Um so what uh, my next question is really about um obviously you are the musical director what mm -hmm. is that what does it do what does it do what do you do <laughs> so to all intents and purposes i conduct the choir that's that's probably what that's that's what most people would um associate with it i mean with a youth choir it's it's far more than that because there's so much red tape um, mm -hmm. around um young people uh, and rightly so to to protect them etc um, but to all intents and purposes, the, the, the term musical director, it means that I, I conduct the, the, the main choir uh, and I choose the repertoire, uh, I take the rehearsals uh, and I tend to conduct the concerts, um, whereas um, a, a, some organisations function on, a, uh, on what would be called a, a, a chorus master, which would be, so for example, in a choral society, you'd often have a chorus master who teaches the notes, mm -hmm. uh, but doesn't, isn't involved in the music selection, uh, and then somebody else would come in and conduct the concert. Um, so it's just a different, it's, it's a, it, there's two kind of models really in the choral world. But in terms of being a musical director, it's, uh, with SCJC, it's because I conduct the main choir, and I do a lot. I do all of I, along with the support of the committee, who are I must say are superb, uh, and uh, uh, and various other people um, do a lot of the administration uh, around around the whole organisation. Um, so it's it's quite a big role. Uh, and I have two associate musical directors, Kathleen Watson and Jenny Trattles, who work with the training choirs. Um, and um, we, as a as a as an organisation, as a team, kind of uh, kind of run the show basically. So that's what that's what it means essentially. Fantastic. So um, looking, I guess, at the show, the, 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 uh, the centenary gala that we are here to promote as well. What is it? What are you doing in, in that show? So in that performance, we have um, all of the uh, the main choir are going to perform, um, which is about 60 strong at the moment. It was a, it was it was about 80 strong pre-COVID. We came back with about 
30 and we've built it back to about 60. So we're, we're, we're kind of on the rebuild, as is every choir in the country, pretty much. Um, so the main choir will, will perform the brunt of the concert. Um, they're, the, they're the young people from 9 to 19. Uh, and uh, the training choir... Uh, the, the what we call the middle choir um, they're between uh, six and nine they're going to perform uh, about four pieces because um, uh, we wanted to involve as many of, of the young people as we could we're not involving in this performance the the little dots because they're they're either be they're between three and five and the concert doesn't start till half past seven uh, so <laughs> we, we in conjunction with their conductor jenny and their parents we thought no that's just it's not the right thing for them um so uh you'll see the training choirs and the main choir we also have uh, 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 we've uh, brought together an, an alumni choir that's over 40 strong. So we've set, we've reached out to past members uh, and uh, and past conductors, etc. Uh, and the alumni choir are going to perform. Uh, they're going to perform a piece on their own, uh, and uh, which is going to be rehearsed on the day. So that'll be a kind of rock up. Wow! And up uh, so <laughs> I hope Sue they still remember it well. <laughs> yes. Well, Sue Hollingworth's going to do that. Us obviously because she was the musical director for 34 years. Uh, and then at the at the end of the concert, all the choir are going to perform the alumni the the main choir the training choir so we'll probably have at that point i would think about 150 singers on stage um making making up uh, as i say made up from the main choir the training choirs and the alumni and we have um, at great expense um uh, and, I, and i mean great expense we have we have hired or, or bought in um, the wonderful watches eight who are absolutely world leading um, a, a world-leading vocal ensemble who are, as I said uh, when I was on Radio Humberside, who they're, they're used to performing, you know, at Carnegie Hall in, in New York uh, and, and the Royal Albert Hall. Um, so to get them, you know, up to Scunthorpe at the Baths is a real coup. Um, so we are, you know, it's, it's, it, we're, we're so excited. They're going to perform um, uh, either side of the interval and then they're going to perform with us at the very end, uh, which is uh, which is really exciting. So, that, so the, the young people are not only going to be able to hear them, but they're going to be able to perform with them um so it's 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 a really it's a it's a very exciting opportunity i would hasten to add that if you asked me you know in six months time what my proudest moment was it might then be this as, as long as everything goes well which i'm sure it will it will probably it will probably be this because it's going to be such a big thing not just for the choir but for the area yeah absolutely so more on Voches eight then um for the um for the i guess the people out there who may be unfamiliar with their work can you tell us a little bit more about Voches eight Yes, yeah, so they are an ensemble, a vocal ensemble of eight people, um, hence the name Botches Eight, um, the Latin. Uh, so they are, um, so they're, they're eight strong, and they're based in London. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, they they tour the world, they tour the country, and they tour the world, uh, and they sing a really eclectic range of repertoire, which they're which they're singing in Scunthorpe. They're doing a very very balanced eclectic program um, from the likes of J.S. Bach right through to um, things by Ward Swingles, of the Swingle Singers. Um, so, um, so for example, they're ending, I think, their, their, their last set with uh, Come Fly With Me. So they sing kind of uh, very quirky adaptations of kind of uh, popular music, uh, but also they sing things like madrigals from uh, from the medieval period and, and they sing Baroque music. So they sing a really wide range uh, of repertoire uh, and they they are absolutely first rate. They have an extensive YouTube channel, um, which I highly recommend. If anybody's thinking, well, who are these people? Are they worth coming to see? 
get onto their YouTube channel and you would not, you cannot fail to be impressed. Um, and it, it really is going to be a, a, a really great, great thing for, for up musically for the area to, to get them up here. Um, and I know they're really looking forward to coming. They've, they've done a little video, uh, which we've promoted already. I know you've kindly put that out for us on, on behalf of the Bass Hall. Um, so uh, it'll be a really great night, but they are, they are, world class uh, and and literally because they are currently in america touring touring the states wow and then they're going to come all the way to little Scunthorpe, which is very absolutely. exciting absolutely <laughs> see the sights um so you are obviously doing the centenary uh, concert to celebrate but i know that you've got lots of other things that you've either already done or about to do so take me through your 100 years celebration program because it is yes and exciting yeah so in January, we had a come and sing day with Bob Chilcott. Bob, Bob is one of the UK's, well, in fact, the world's most prolific uh, choral composers, contemporary choral composers. Um, and he came and did a come and sing day um, in uh, in Scunthorpe. Uh, he lives down in Oxfordshire. Uh, Sue and I know him, know him very well. Uh, and he he's, all of his work is published by Oxford University Press uh, and is kind of widely available. You can get it, get it online, get it in music shops. Uh, and he's actually um, written us a piece for this concert that we're promoting. Uh, he uh, We commissioned him to, to write, write us a piece for the centenary uh, and the Kids have now learnt it, and it's it's ready to have its world premiere in Scunthorpe on on that night. So he came to workshop with the kids, and also did a did a come and sing day um, for about two hundred adults the following day, um, which was an excellent uh, excellent day. We've then got the gala concert, um, which is obviously on the twenty fifth of March uh, with Vox's Eight at the Baths. Um, we then have a concert uh, in Epworth in uh, April uh, and Winterton in May. I think it's that way around. It could be the other way around. It's all on. It's all on. Our website um, uh, at Winston Church and then at the Methodist Church in Epworth. Um, so we're kind of doing a bit of a tour of North Links. We're trying mm -hmm. to get out and about. And then um, we have a little bit of a gap because um, May and June are uh, exam periods for our year 11s and year 13s. So we then have about a six week gap. Uh, and then July, it, it all gets a little bit crazy because we have three weekends on the trot. On the, I think on the 1st of, um, 1st of July, um, we are singing uh, at Bridlington. On the 8th of July, we're, we're going down to London to sing with London Youth Choirs. Again, that could be the opposite way around, but it's all on the website. There's that much going on. Um, and then on the 16th of July, which is a Sunday afternoon, uh, we are doing our annual Leavers concert, which is where we kind of celebrate those that are moving on uh, when they've got, if they're going to university, or those that are moving between the training choirs and the main choir. Um, and then... Obviously, we have the summer, and then after the summer, we have two events in November. We have a, a gala ball, which is going to be held at Forest Pines, uh, which is on. So let me check the date. I'm sure it is the 4th. It is Saturday, the 4th of November, and that is open to anybody who fancies coming. Uh, tickets are £40, and the booking is all via our website. Uh, please feel free to come. Bring a table if you want. That would be great. We've got plenty of tickets to sell. Uh, that will just be a bit of an excuse for a party, really. There will be a, there'll be a magician. There's going to be a caricaturist. There's going to be music. It's going to be a lovely event. Uh, and then uh, we have a concert on the 18th of November um, with Scunthorpe Male Voice Choir. So it will be a, a busy one for James and me because I conduct both and James accompanies both. Uh, at uh, St Paul's Church in Ashby and then we finish the year in December uh, on I believe Saturday the 16th of December with the Choral Society in our annual annual Christmas concert um, so it's a very very eclectic year with, with lots going on lots locally, lots further afield
field. And as I mentioned earlier, we're, we're in the process of planning a, a tour to Germany in 2025 to Lüneburg, which is one of obviously the twin towns uh, with Scunthorpe. Um, so uh, that's what we've got going on at the moment. But there's never a shortage of things. We're always getting asked if, we'll, if we can do this project, do that project, which is great. Uh, but for this year, we've, we've said no to everything other than what we want to do because it's our celebration, of course. Absolutely. Fantastic. So we've covered the, the last few years we've covered now. Could you give us, um, and you can as vague as you like, what are your hopes for the next 100 years? we hope of SCJ. Oh, the next hundred years. I don't think I'll be around in hundred <laughs> years. I'm sure the choir will be. Um, it, it really is to, to keep this choir going, not just to keep it going, to drive this choir forward into its second century. We are, we believe, from our from extensive research, the oldest continue, continually running youth choir in the country. Uh, you know, we, some, of the, some of the fabulous youth choirs in the country, uh, for example, London are celebrating their 10th anniversary this year, hence we're doing a joint concert. You know, we, we've, they are wonderful and their musical director, Rachel Staunton, is superb. Um, but we've got 90 years on them. It's hard to comprehend, really. Um, and it's that, you know, we want to we want to keep the, the name of SCJC uh, in, in that in that national arena um, because they are the, these these kids can do and do do wonderful things uh, and musically do wonderful things and are wonderful. Uh, and actually, it's it's we what, what I suppose what my wish would be is that we could really get the, the name of SCJC out there, not just nationally, but back into this local area that you know everybody's heard of or seen of or or, or knows of this this you know world class you know youth choir that that is sitting on our doorstep, uh, you know, and it's it's an immense privilege for me and for all of our music staff to work with them, um, you know that that they are they and they are absolutely superb. Um, we get we get on at them quite a lot. I said to them the other week, I said, I'm going to gradually said, we love you all dearly, but I am going to get gradually more stressed as this concert comes comes <laughs> closer. But they they all know that what, what they do is very special and that we 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 are completely behind them. And it, it's our job not to we're we're just there to facilitate them, to, mm -hmm. to make them be the best they can be. So I suppose for the next hundred years, it's really to 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 keep doing what this choir is doing, you know, to, to keep getting those, to keep being invited to do those big events, because when we've been invited to do them, it says that what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis is working because we're then rung up and said, oh, would you, would you do this project or would you sing at this prom or, or would you do this, these world premieres? Uh, and actually when those, when those phone calls or emails come in, that's the affirmation of the work that we do on a day-to-day -day basis, I think. Fantastic. Um, so to finish off, um we'll we'll have all the information about how you can book tickets and things like that in the outro and in the information of the of the podcast but if uh someone was out there listening uh and they're interested in their children joining how can they go about um jumping on board this amazing choir so the best way to do it would be to go and have a look on our website uh, which i'm sure will be we can mm -hmm. put on the screen when we when you do the outro etc um which has been um recently renovated uh james did a wonderful job recently renovating the website um, and all of the information on there, you can read about the choir, read about the, 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 the how, how the structure works, read about the staff. Um, and there's a contact uh, on the, on there. There's, a, there's an email contact. There's a contact us form on there as well. Um, and anybody who is interested in joining, as I say, it's just a case of letting us know. And then you'd be more than welcome to, to come along for a free trial session, see, you know, uh, see, see whether you like it or not. Um, but if anybody's just thinking, oh, I wonder if, 
my child might like this you know bring them along there's, you know there's no there's no uh, there's, uh, there's no barriers to it and and we wouldn't think anything of it if somebody says actually you know after a couple of weeks it's not quite for 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 her or him or whoever um but come along give it a try because People have described the the whole SCJC organisation as the the most special family of in an organisation. People just people come along and 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 want to help and want to want to get involved. Uh, you know, so come along, give it a try. Have, there's loads of information on that on the website um, that will be that that will be you know help to to make those choices and decisions really. So that's the place to go. Uh, and there's a YouTube channel that you can link to that on the website and you both see what we do. And um, uh, but please do. Have a look and have a think about it because you know it's 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 amazing the opportunities that that the that the that music gives to these these young people not that we give to them is unbelievable because as I say we get rung up all the time could you come and sing here would you come and sing at this town hall would you come and do this prom it's all and sometimes we have to say no because we've got too much else on but it's those opportunities that kids from this area can be getting involved with. Fantastic. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. It really opened my eyes up to the to the world of, of junior choir. And hopefully um, this is just the beginning for the Absolutely. next hundred years. So thank you very Absolutely. much. No, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. That was great to hear a little bit more from Dan. Um, for those of you wanting to book tickets for the Centenary Gala concert, it is on the 25th of March at the Baths Hall. Tickets are £20 for a full price for an ad circuit and £15 for a concession, plus booking fees, of course. Um, uh, you can get those on our website at scunthorpetheatres.co.uk or just pop into our box office and speak to our lovely team there during our open hours or call 01724 296 296. All the links that you need to book your tickets and also the links to the choir's website will be in the podcast description so please do check that out and learn a little bit more about the choir. I'm just going to take you now through some of the highlights that is going to be at our 30s in March because it's a brand new month and we've got some fantastic shows for you. So over at the Plowright Theatre on the 11th to the 12th of March we've got Tales from Acorn Wood which is based on them fantastic stories by Julie Donaldson. I'm sure if you've got children you have heard of Fox losing his socks uh, and pig and hens game of hide and seek and rat a tat tat who's keeping rabbit awake these are these are stories that are probably you know by heart by now and it's a great show for children um we do have our policy that uh children under 18 months are free to the theater it's, it's so it's a great thing to go and see because you'll only, if you've got, your child is under 18 months you'll only need a ticket for yourself um it's only an hour long so it's really 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 great to keep their attention and it's fantastic head on over to our social medias and you'll see some of the videos of the show so you can get a little bit of a better idea of what it is to expect um the big sing is over at the bath hall which is a lincolnshire music service thing um schools and uh choirs and things like that are performing in this and it's based on the boy who drew grew dragons which is a great book if you've ever read it for children um, Votches A, of course, and the Centenary Gardle concert is on on the 25th of March. Um, and we have our Baths Laughs, um, which is on the 30th of March, which has, we've already got the lineup for that. We've got Marlon Davis, Dave Longley, and Ryan Mould. You can hit, read all about them if you pop on over to our website and their, their um, CVs and, and what they've done in the world of comedy. Baths Laughs is always a great night. It has sold out for the past few ones, so you do want to make sure you get those tickets sooner rather than later because they're already selling well. 
Um, it's a great, great night and uh, really worth going along and having a giggle with your mates on a Thursday night. Um, that is all from me today. Um, if you want to check out any of our shows, and we've got loads on, we're launching new shows all the time, head over to scunthorpetheatres.co.uk or pop into the bath hall anytime and our lovely team will be happy to talk to you and there's loads of leaflets on display and things for you to pick up and browse. Or you can give us a call on 01724 296 296. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do like, subscribe and share so more people can hear a little bit more about us and support your local theatre. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs>